that. What have you been up to lately? Um, mainly just working on music. I think this is a great time to focus on songwriting, given that there's not really live music or touring going on. So I would say just focusing on like the craft itself, just like working on being a better guitarist and a better vocalist. Yeah, that's what I always say myself. I feel like now is the time to create more than ever now that there's literally nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. It's honestly, like, I know it's terrible, and obviously, like, there's, like, so many, like, awful things happening because of corona, but I do think there is a bright side, like, creativity-wise, like, when when in my life will I ever have this kind of time again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like there's a positive and negative side uh, to anything. But the reason why I wanted to interview you is because I think you're an awesome songwriter, and an awesome artist, you know, I really do like your, you know, songwriting skills. My favorite song by you is Lately. Oh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, I, like, I'm big on, like, of course, the top 40 radio artists, but I love local artists. Like, say, for instance, I'll be, you know, riding in my car and my friend will be like, oh, this sounds great. Who is this? And I'm like, oh, it's just Maddie Hatchett. You probably never heard of her, you know? <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. Definitely, no problem. So who are your musical influences? Okay, man, it's um, it's like a hot mess because like, I feel like I pull from like every decade, like every genre. Like it's so hard just to pick like, you know, like one one line of music. Um I mean, I love some classic rock. I love um, Led Zeppelin, um, you know, Buddy Guy, like even some of like the really early rock and roll, um, like the animals, you know, like House of the Rising Sun. Um, yeah. And then I like kind of like this new, honestly, there's like this new genre coming out lately. Like, I don't know if there's like a name for it, but it's kind of like that, like lo-fi R&B, like Daniel Caesar vibe that's been yeah. coming out. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I would definitely consider Daniel Caesar neo soul, though. But like, I was. T- it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I was talking to a uh, young artist yesterday, and she mentioned that I think some of the greatest artists pull from everybody. You know, so it's funny you mentioned that. And there are like, there's so many subgenres in music now. Like, have you heard of uh, Claro? Yeah, yeah. She did that like flaming hot Cheetos video and it went viral and then it like took off for her. Yeah, like she does, um, like they call her style bedroom pop, you know. And so there's like so many different genres and styles. It's amazing. But yeah, I think you know, pull from a lot of people to, like, diversify your sound. Like, I can't say that, like, I predominantly love, like, rock, country, or, like, pop, because, I don't know, it'd be so boring just to commit to, like, one genre, you know? Yeah, I understand that completely. Now, if you could categorize your music in what genre, in what genre, what would it be? Like, how would you describe your music? So, I would say that it's kind of, like, a mixture of rock and roll, but a little more pop-based, so a little more structured. Um, and also, I like to pull a lot from, like, the blues and indie music. I love that. I love that. If you could open up for any artist, who would it be? Oh, damn. That's a hard one. Okay, I'm going to have to think about that for a minute. Take your time. Any artist. 
things. So many great ones out there. Yeah, this is actually a super hard question. Like, <laughs> I could probably think about this for a solid day, to be honest. Um, damn. Uh, maybe, like, Florence in the Machine. She's pretty tight. Yeah, I can totally see that. Uh, I would like to see you open up for somebody like Billie Eilish. I think your guys' voices would definitely complement each other. Yeah, let me just have like a cross genre lineup because I know she's obviously like a little more like modern and uses like more digital elements. But you know, I think that's that's the fun yeah. of a good lineup. You kind of throw some different things in there. Definitely, definitely. Now, where were you when you first realized, okay, I want to be an artist. This is something I want to do. So I want to say that there was a particular moment. I feel like it's, you're like almost like born like an artist. Like I just remember being a kid, like I was very, um, before I was into music, I was very into like um, writing and doing like poetry and doing a lot of like visual art, like painting. So I feel like that spirit of like being artistic was always there. And then one of my uh, grandmothers growing up, she had a piano in her house and I would just like mess around on it. And then come elementary school, I joined orchestra. Um, I was playing the violin, um, but I really didn't feel like I fit too well into like the classical genre of music. Like I enjoyed it. And I think there's definitely something to be said for having good technique. And because if you have good technique, then you can play whatever you want. So I, I still think that's important. Um, but I just, I feel like I wasn't vibing with it. It's very um, competitive. I don't really consider myself to be a competitive person like I'm competitive with myself but like doing those like orchestra competitions and stuff it it just was not my cup of tea so I kind of strayed away from that and then when my grandfather passed away he had um a couple guitars left and an old amplifier and I don't I don't know man it's just like I picked that up and it was like I swear like it was like almost kind of like spiritual like I like I feel like like he's like with me when I play kind of dull I don't know Definitely, definitely. And I love that answer when people say that, because I was the same way. Like, I don't know if you know a lot about me, but I'm a musical theater kid. I'm an actor. And whenever I get asked that question, like, honestly, I can't remember a time where I didn't want to be an entertainer. Even when I was a kid worshiping Barney, I would be like, Bob, I want to play with Barney. I want to be one of those kids. You know, I want to do that. So I could definitely relate to that that answer yeah yeah now what inspires you as an artist I think a lot of things inspire me um I just like look I like looking for like meaning and just like ordinary life a lot of the time and I I just notice like I don't know if it's like corona or just I just feel like of late like I feel like a lot of people I know are just like seeing the news or whatever or like kind of like searching for like meaning in their life so I really like looking for stuff that like digs deep and just like finding meaning like in different ways I know that's like very vague but I think there's like so many different things that can inspire you like maybe it's nature you know maybe it's a cause that you want to take up maybe it's just something beautiful like it could be anything nice nice now I'm gonna ask you four questions that's probably harder than what I I uh, asked you, so uh, please just try to answer them. Um, who are your top three favorite artists of all time? Okay, so I'll give you like my lineup for today because I'm pretty sure it changes every three seconds. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, these are killing me, man. <laughs> I am so bad at doing lists. Um, <laughs> I think Queen. I just think, like, the songwriting and just, like, the composition, like, just, like, like, they were so out of this world. Like, they were taking, like, classical music and, like, rock and just doing all this crazy stuff with it. And then, obviously, Freddie Mercury is such a talented vocalist and performer. And they, they, I... they just, they broke all the rules. Like, musical genius. So I would say Queen is definitely up there. Um, yeah, I actually, uh, in musical theater class, I actually fucked up and sang a Queen song. <laughs> I had no idea his voice was that high because my voice is deep. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can sing like higher than most females. Like he's off the charts talented. Give me two more. All right. So let's see. That's Queen. Um, and then I love Led Zeppelin just because like, once again, a huge like genre blender. Like they were pulling from folk. They were pulling from blues. Like you name it, they probably have a song that has some element of, like, some genre in it, and I just, like, love how, like, raw and gritty, like, their music was. Um, obviously, their live performances were super energetic, and I don't know, it just, like, vibes with me. Um, and then, let's see, another artist. Hmm. Another top three. Um, I really like Fleetwood Mac and particularly Stevie Nicks songwriting. Um, uh, it's just like very like kind of like fantasy, but like done tastefully. Like it doesn't feel cheesy because like anyone could go and like, I'm going to do like this kind of like witchy, like mystical vibe, like have it come off being very cheesy. But the way she pulled it off was like so elegant and it really comes across yeah. in the music. Yeah. And I think it's authentic because she actually is a witch. So that always helps. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Stevie rocks, man. But yeah, I mean, that's like my tentative top three. Yeah, I love Stevie. I'm telling you, whenever I'm cleaning, I got candles lit, uh, Rhiannon or Dreams blasting, <laughs> got my witch hat on. Like, I'm, you know, definitely in my vibe. And it's funny because I uh, tell this to everybody. If you like Stevie Nicks, you must like Lana Del Rey, right? Yeah, she definitely has that same kind of, like, haunting vibe. Um, I've also know that they, I can't remember what they collabed on, but I know Stevie Nicks and Lana did a collaboration of some kind. Yeah, and if you like Stevie Nicks and Lana, you like Jose, right? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say, like, I listen to him on the daily, but I definitely appreciate what he does. And I honestly, I need to, like, check out some more of what he's been putting out there. Oh, uh, yeah, he's awesome. And I was, like, when I found out he was a witch as well, I wasn't really shocked because there's something, they're more spiritual. So when they write music, it's like, it, it's magical, no pun intended, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, what are your top three favorite songs? I apologize. Top three favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, these, these are honestly hard. murdering me. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, damn. Okay. Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles. Really mm. like that one. Yes. Um, dang. Oh, and disclaimer, this is tentative too, just so I don't have to commit to it. Um, yeah. Eleanor Rigby. Um, damn. 
Honestly, like probably like Rihanna by Fleetwa Mac or like Gypsy is up there. Mm-hmm. And I love the melody of Rihanna. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm, and another one. Let's see. Um, Time in a Bottle by Jim. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. Jim Koish. Yeah. I just think it's um, you know, like really timeless and like the lyricism, the guitar playing, the arrangement. Like it's so simple, but like it speaks so much for being so simple. Yeah. Now, um, let me ask you this. Top three movies of all time. All right. Um, this one's a little easier for me. I love Lord of the Rings. I, I have always loved Lord uh, of the Rings yes. so but much. But see the thing about Lord of the Rings, you can't just watch one. You have to set a time order pizza and watch all three at the same time like i cannot just watch one and like being an actor i'm big on character development and the fact that he literally created a whole world for one book is like astonishing i was able to take a uh uh c.s lewis not a c.s lewis but a uh is it c.s lewis um, no, well, C.S. Lewis is Narnia, yeah. J.R. Yeah, yeah, I was able to take a uh, Tolkien class like a couple of years ago, and it was, you know, just the different languages he created. Like, I love that. Yeah, I think that's like what I appreciate about, uh, appreciate about Lord of the Rings as well. It's just like he made, he literally like made like not just like one language, but probably like 50 languages for like these characters. There's literally a Bible of his world like for his world like it's crazy yeah so lord of the rings um i'm gonna have to say like the whole trilogy and like have that as one mm-hmm. and then what else okay gosh like so i don't i don't watch a ton of movies so like i know i have my favorites but i'm like i'm having to like search because like i don't watch a ton of television um let's see what if um i watched dark crystal really recently um i thought like that was really incredible with like the puppetry and like once again the world building like that was insane i really enjoyed watching that um and then no country for old men Mm, classic classic now what was the most embarrassing moment in your whole singing career so far so it's still like one of the first moments that i tried to perform publicly um it was a talent show and i don't know like i I didn't know how to set up a microphone so i put the thing on the stage um i thought i had it like all locked in and secured and i was playing my acoustic guitar so i have both of my hands occupied and then this microphone just starts like falling on me in this quiet auditorium. And luckily somebody like came out from behind the curtain and like ran to like catch the microphone from like falling on me and my guitar. So I would say that was kind of like a not traumatizing, but like embarrassing first experience. Yeah. What was your greatest experience? Dang. Um, that's so hard. There's like so many different like moments that are like great for different reasons. Um, I got to open for Sarah Grace in The Soul. Um, she was a contestant on The Voice. She was a semifinalist on season 16, I think. Um, but it was super cool to open up for her. Um, it was like one of the nicer venues that I played out in uh, Spicewood and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Nice. What's your go-to? 
My what? Go to karaoke song. Um, let's see. <laughs> Probably like 17 or like Bohemian Rhapsody. Not because I can sing them well, but because I just enjoy attempting. Bohemian Rhapsody uh, in karaoke, that's like, you have balls. Like, that. I could never. That song is so, like, passionate and all over the place. I would love to see that. Oh, dude, I totally mean to, like, make a fool out of myself. I probably cannot do that song justice. But for, for the fun of it, I think it would be entertaining. Well, <laughs> well see, that's what uh, people don't get. Karaoke is supposed to not be good. You know, like, I feel like karaoke is a very underrated sport. You have to be just the right amount of drunk to really play it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, if you could collaborate with three singers and three rappers, who would they be? Hmm. Okay. And like, do they have to be like current or like dead or alive, or does any of that matter? I mean. Drake literally resurrected MJ for his last album. So um, give me the dead ones you would collab with and then give me some alive ones. All right. Um, I think it'd be really cool to collaborate with um, Jack White of the White Stripes, um, Paul McCartney, and Lana Del Rey. They're actually all alive, so... That's good. Mm. <laughs> um, I was getting scared at a moment. I was like, Jack White, what? <laughs> and then... Um, and then you said three rappers as well, right? Yeah. And then for rap, honestly, like, doing... Like, I know he kind of, like, does, like, rap and singing, but, like, to do a collab with Post Malone would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that I want him to make, like, a different genre. I feel like Post Malone is one of the only singers that could sing anything. Like, I've heard him sing Bob Dylan. I've heard him sing the Beatles. Like, each genre he sings, he sings it like he belongs there. You know, like, he's very versatile. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tupac, that would, that would be interesting. I could, I, I just, like, really admire his music. I don't know if my music would be the best fit, but it would be really cool to collab with him. And then, who else? Logic would be pretty tight, because, like, he's just, like, spitfire, like, his lyricism. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you would do well with Tupac. I actually like when um, uh, rappers sample, like, songs from other genres. Like, there's this song... Logic actually did it, by the way. Childish Gambino did it also. I forget the name of it, but have you heard Adele's Melt My Heart to Stone? I have not. Okay, it's a great song on her first album, but he took that sample and he made a beat into it. And, like, it's crazy. You should definitely look it up. Just go to YouTube and type up uh, Adele featuring Logic or Adele featuring... Childish Gambino, and it should definitely pop up. See, you have homework now. Dude, that's sick. No, I'm excited to check that out. And I also forgot another person I want to collab with is Kendrick. Ah, uh, all day, every day. I cannot wait for Kung Fu Kenny's new album, man. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. 
Definitely. So let me ask you this. Um, other than singing, would you like to venture out? Like, I know you write your own lyrics, obviously, because they're amazing. But would you like to write for other people once in a while? So that's kind of a thing that I've been, like, debating about recently. Um, it's like, I don't know, when I write stuff, like, I feel like kind of attached to it so like I've definitely considered it because I like I wrote stuff and I'm like this is like written for like a guy's voice or this is like written for like somebody who just like has like a different range or a different color to their voice than me so I definitely had those moments so I think yeah I don't know that's like something I've been thinking on because like I'm just like so married to the songs that I write like it's so hard for me to let them go it's like giving up a child it is but like children, you have to let them go eventually. I mean, honestly, you have a very um, deep voice for a girl. So your voice, it makes you unique. And I think you do have range and you could sing anything you write. But I definitely say, you know, collaborating or giving somebody your song. I definitely say that's definitely an option too, you know? Yeah, I do think I want to branch out more because, like, I think that's honestly, like, a lot of success, like, in the L.A. and, like, Nashville music scenes is that people are collaborating so much more than we see here in Texas. Yeah. And Texas, they definitely, we definitely have a good artist community, too. Um, It can get kind of clickish sometimes, but for the most part, like, Texas is the only place where it, there's a lot of different artists, but everybody knows everybody and it feels small, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, definitely. So what's your writing process like? Because I know some people like to go in tight spaces. Some people like to get drunk or high because they feel like it will bring them closer to the muses. Some people like Alyssa Cara was saying she likes to sit in the bathtub. Uh, Ariana Grande also does that. How does your writing process work? Dude, so like, like this is going to sound kind of weird, but like, I feel like the songs like are already written most of the time. Like, cause like I never sit down with like the intention to like write something. I don't think I've ever written a song that way. It's more like, I don't know, like, I'll be noodling on guitar, and it's just, like, almost like a moment of, like, possession. And I just, like, I don't know, it just, like, comes out. And, like, obviously, like, I have to tweak a a few things as I go along and do, like, some critical thinking. But for the most part, like, I feel like it's just, like, already there. I I hope you know that every artist is hating on you right now for saying (laughs) that. Because, like, I'm kind of the same way, like, for me, and I definitely feel like you should try to like write on command because that's what I'm doing but like I feel like with me I have to be inspired before I wrote anything and just like you said it's like to me it's like a radio in my head like the song comes to me already produced I hear the voice and everything and I went to my songwriting teacher and I asked her I was like hey is that normal? Does that happen a lot? And she was like, fuck you, man. No, it's not normal. I can't tell you how many hours I've wasted trying to put lyrics to a melody or melody to lyrics. Like, that's awesome. And all my friends that are singers, like, hate me for it because I'm not even, like, a singer-singer and I have that, you know, ability, which I am, you know, grateful for because there are a lot of musicians that we love with like just 
lyrics that they can't do anything with because they can't find a melody for it, you know? Yeah, but, like, I I think, like, I've definitely, like, put myself in a situation where I've tried to, like, write on command before, and, like, I can do that, too. Just, I feel like my best work is, like, when it just comes, like, naturally. Same. Same, man, same. Now, let me ask you this. Um, Who inspires you as far as writing, like, songwriting? Hmm. I mean, I know, like, it's probably, like, oversaid and overstated, but, like, the Beatles, I mean... Especially McCartney. I think his songwriting is really immaculate. Um, You know, John Prine is a great songwriter. Um, Who else? So many, you know. Um, Yeah. I love Little Richard, too. And I bring him up because I feel like he's very underrated. And he does not get enough credit. Like, I don't know if you know this. But uh, I was looking at him, his documentary, because he recently uh, passed. And uh, did you know the Beatles actually played for him? Oh, man, I had no idea. That's tight. Yeah, I had no idea. And so we have all these great artists. Like, he literally taught Elvis everything he knows. Uh, He taught Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was his backup guitarist. Uh, Jimi Hendrix was also a guitarist for him. Um, the Beatles, they were in his band too. They opened up for him, you know, like they all the greats that we look up to, he taught, you know, and kind of trained a little bit, you know. So, you know, he's definitely the grandfather of rock and roll, I'd say. Oh, yeah. And also, I'm curious. Um, when you say writers, do you mean like people, like like specifically like people who I think are like good with lyrics, or maybe people who are really good at writing like melody and composition? Writers like lyrics. I think Casey Musgraves is really clever. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Now, are you down for a game of song association? Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'll try. <laughs> Okay, so basically song association is a game where I say a word and you have to sing a song with the word in the song or in the chorus. Oh man, like I I don't I don't know if I I'm I'm so shy when it comes to like doing things like impromptu. Uh trust me, you got this. Dude, I've heard you got this. Wait man, like seriously, I'm so shy. Like I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm like I don't know, I'm like really shy when it comes to things like this. No problem, no problem. We'll sc- we'll uh, just flip the script. I'll do it. How about that? All right. All right. Give me. Let's start off with five words. All right. Just like completely random. Yeah. All right. Blue spirit. Well, well, well. We have to go one at a time. Oh, one at a me- time. Gotcha. Yeah, my memory. I would not remember. Uh, so first word is blue. Um, I'm blue. Da da dee da da die. Da da dee da da die. Da da dee da da die. Blue by uh, Eiffel. I don't know. It's been a while, but blue. Give me okay. another. Spirit. Spirit. Um. Uh, shoot. Okay, there's Spirit by Beyonce, but I would be insane to sing that one. Um. Let's see. Um, spirit, spirit. Um, 
Shoot. Um, let's see. Rise up from the wind and the sky. There, I sung a little bit, but that song is way too too powerful to sing. But yeah, Beyonce spirit. Uh, okay, how about fire? Fire. Um, all right. Um, don't laugh, but I'm giving you the fire. Come on, light it up. Time to take control. It's the night that you've been waiting on. M dot uh fire from uh Camp Rock too. Damn, okay. Um how about uh stars? Stars. Um let's see. Look up the stars, look how they shine for you and all the things that you do. And it was all yellow, my boy. <laughs> Got the accent. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. How about Texas? Texas. Um. Let's see. Um. Texas girls. Texas girls. Texas born and raised. I'm a Texas girl in the Texas world. And okay, that doesn't rhyme. That doesn't rhyme. That's not a real song, but I was watching a uh, Todrick Hall video he did with um, uh, Fruit. I, I don't really know their name. They used to be a part of Pentatonix, but they made that song. So it's a song now. So hey. yeah, Texas Girls. <laughs> All right, five more. Five more. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay, I'm going to throw you a weird one. Fish. Fish. Okay. Um, fish, fish, um, oh, shoot, I think you, I think you got me on this, fish, um, there should be some Prince of Egypt, I know I'm gonna watch Prince of Egypt, that there's gonna be some song with fish in it, (laughs) and I'm gonna be pissed, I'm gonna be like, oh, I, I should have said that, but I'm, I'm not drawing a blank here. Right. How about a criminal? You've been hit by, you've been shot by a smooth criminal. Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Michael Jackson, smooth criminal. (laughs) Classic. Um, Let's see. Wind. Wind. Um, Let's see. The wind beneath my wing, uh, wind beneath my wing. Does Does Boyle sing that song? I can't remember, but yeah, wind beneath my wing. Um. Okay. Purple. Purple. Um. If all of the raindrops were purple, lemon gum drops, oh, what a wonderful world it would be. I open my mouth and go, ah, 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 oh, what a wonderful world it would be. Took it all the way back to Barney with that one. Oh, man, that's a throwback. Um, yeah. Okay. Sun. Sun. Um, let's see. Sun. Do, 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 do. Um, let's see. I feel like I could go to uh oh okay I see what you're doing here 
There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. And it's been a ruin for many a poor boy. And God, I know I'm one. Two more, two more. Hmm. Haunted. Haunted. Uh, let's see. I always feel like somebody's watching me. It, it, the song feels haunted. That that can count. That that counts. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. One more. Uh, trees. I'm just a little black rain cloud hovering over the honey tree. Oh, I'm just a little black rain cloud. Pay no attention to little me. Uh, that's from Winnie the Pooh, Little Black Rain Cloud. Oh. <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody trying to do what you do? So, well, I mean, I feel like I'm not the best authority to speak. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. Um, like, obviously, like I would say my goal is like to be able to make like you know, a sustainable, like, living off my art and, like, whatever follows or whatever that means is great, but I would say, like, make sure you're setting internal instead of external goals. Um, I mean, you, you know, the music business and, like, entertainment in general is... I feel like a lot of people go astray when they start losing the joy of why they got into it in the first place. I mean, you see that with a lot of good artists, and, you know, it just kind of sucks the joy out of it when you get too in into the industry and into the business of that um i mean i've been doing business for like a f- like, like over three years now and i have to say like you really do have to be careful that you maintain that personal creative time because if you get too busy you get too stressed out like that's not good for your art like if your art's gonna suffer if you don't give it the kind of time that it deserves um so, yeah so i'd say and i, and I noticed that too, to piggyback off of what you said like do you notice how every singer literally just their sound? Like, don't get me wrong, I love New Maroon 5, but we will never get another song about Jane. We will never get another She Will Be Loved. And even, like, uh, Billie Eilish, she's changed her sound a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, because I would say, like, yeah, it's, it's like keeping that, like, spirit, that initial, like, spark, or, or like, whatever got you going, like, that flame you have to make sure you protect it definitely definitely well it's been a joy talking to you uh do you are you working on anything now where can we uh listen to your music yeah so i actually um just got done recording like professionally recording my first single ever um i'm like one of those people i've had like songs written since like middle school and like and like I, I have all these songs you know bottled up and finally I was able to like get the financial resources and help and like get the song together and get the band to record it so that song is called Out of My Head and I'm still planning the release date but it will be available on Spotify under Maddie Hatchet as well as all other streaming platforms nice nice I can't wait to hear it and Maybe once it's up there, we can get you back on here and talk about it a little bit. Yeah, that'd be sick, man. 
Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, and I would love to collaborate with you one day as well, you know, just to see how you work. You're an amazing artist, and I love your music, and it's been an honor to be talking to you right now because I know, you know, you're going to go far. Like, my friend, she used to work for... um uh, Sony NYC and she has her own company now but she preaches all the time like I see a lot of artists out there that are good but they don't go anywhere because they don't have like a consistent personality like they don't have a brand like if I say high ponytail oversized sweatshirt you know I'm talking about Ariana Grande if I sell if I say fedora, single glove, high-waisted pants, you know I'm talking about MJ. You know, like, I feel like as an artist, since we don't know who you are, you definitely need a consistent personality. And I feel like you have that. You know what I mean? I'm curious. What do you think my brand is? Brand is? Well, see, that's the thing. I feel like you're down-to-earth and relatable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like you're the person where, where like, in a few years, people got to be like, oh, I love her because she's so, like, down there. She's, like, one of us. You know, like, my favorite celebrities are, like, the Alyssa Caras or, you know, the Lady Gaga, some people that actually suck at being famous and are, like, regular people, you know, and I feel like that's you, you know. Cool. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jonathan. It's very kind of you to invite me. No problem, and I'll talk to you later, okay? All right, peace out, man. Bye. Bye.